What's your crucible story? You know, it's the one thing that happened that changed the path that you were on. I've had several crucible stories throughout my life. One of my crucible stories is of a seemingly common occurrence that proved to be a pivotal experience for me. When I was a newspaper reporter several years ago, I felt a burden to write a book. I began by trying to sketch out a 20-page outline, which took me months to write. After finishing it and getting some good feedback, I really felt compelled to press forward with the book. But when would I find the time? My occupation was that of a writer, and quite frankly, by the end of the day, my creative juices were drained. I knew that I had to leave the newspaper to focus on writing this book, but I was afraid to take that leap. What if I failed? What if I left my job and then couldn't find the motivation to write the book? What if my spouse decided not to pay the bills or to leave me? All of that negative self-talk filled my head. I talked to a good friend and co-worker about my fears, and she advised me to request a leave of absence. It would be unpaid, but at least I could go back to work if I needed to. So I requested that leave, and it was granted immediately. Now, fast forward six months. My leave is up, but I haven't finished my research and writing yet, partly because I'd been volunteering in the community, which reduced the time I spent on the book. I was also freelancing for a small newspaper run by another friend. This freelance writing job led me to interview the founder of a small nonprofit organization called Family Assistance Management Services, or FAMS. Against my desire to limit my volunteer time, to make room for my writing, I agreed to volunteer at FAMS. When the founder of FAMS asked me to volunteer a few days a week, I tried to say no. I even had the words formed in my head. I was going to say, no, I'm sorry. I couldn't possibly do that. But all that came out was, sure. Hmm. What in the world was wrong with me? I was already stretched to the limit in family, church, and community obligations, and well past my deadline to have the book finished. What was going on, I thought. So I tried to say no again. There was no way I had time to help at that organization. Again, the only muttering that came out of my mouth was, sure. Hmm. Okay, my word is my bond, so I had to deliver. I began volunteering twice a week for a couple of hours, which turned into three days, then five, for eight hours a day. The volunteer work turned into a job, and I was named Assistant Director of FAMS. The promotion is not what's changed about my life. It was the special attention shown to me by the founder, Helen Singletary. She was a brilliant woman with more guts and tenacity than I had ever seen, and she took me under her wing. Mrs. Singletary taught me how to run a business, how to read a financial statement, and how to start a company. She and her husband were self-made business moguls. They had been educators, she a teacher and he a principal, turned entrepreneurs. 
they own several businesses and pieces of property throughout the Charleston, South Carolina area. They incorporated their faith and their daily walk, both professionally and personally. Mrs. Singh, which is what we called her, never made a major decision without praying about it. I credit much of my business knowledge to her. She saw something in me that I was unsure I possessed. She motivated me to do more and be more than I dreamed possible. So what are your pivotal moments in your life? What incident or person influenced you to go in a different direction? This has been Kimberly Lewis, and I am your motivational muse.